0: You're listening to the OneOfUs.net podcast network. OneOfUs.net and all of the shows on it are 100% subscriber supported. Please consider becoming a subscriber to OneOfUs.net. Keep the site and all of our great shows going, and get some terrific bonus content as well. Alright, another entry in the long line of take a old property and put women in it instead of men. We've seen so many successful examples of this, just like, uh...
1: There's that Miss Sherlock Holmes show that's pretty good.
0: Okay, I'll, I haven't seen it, so I'll take your word on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not saying that a good one can't happen. It's just a matter of, it feels like it becomes a gimmick in certain things where it's like, hey, that new Ghostbusters movie, let's just take that, but we'll put women in it this time. That's, that's what was wrong with the first movie, right?
1: That Wyonna Earp show is pretty good.
2: That's not really gender swap though, because she's his ancestor, not him.
0: Yeah, Ooh. well, that, that's like arguing the uh, the new uh, Van Helsing and the Dracula show is an, uh, is a gender swap. It's like no, there's the whole gender. I mean, like like the uh, whole ancestral thing going on with that, technically too. But
1: I, I will the, sit in the background. No, I think
2: I move. think they did switch the gender though for that one, didn't they? Wasn't the um, nurse supposed to be? Or right! Okay, you're right because then her grandfather, I mean, right? I think that might have been her ancestor. All
0: right, so they did have a descendant, but then they did also have a female Van Helsing. So that was yeah, true. On. I
2: okay. realized. I think they did have a mention of that. I did. Watch it. I think there was a mention of maybe her uncle, or her grandfather, or her father, or something like that. I don't remember.
0: Wow, that's that's a little impact that show made. I was on that review and I don't remember what they said. <laughs> um, but yeah, we are talking about High Fidelity on Hulu. Now it's interesting. This show's actually getting a Decent reception. It's about an eighty-four percent positive on Rotten Tomatoes, but I haven't heard anybody talk about this because I know we're, we're about two weeks late on actually getting this when it came out. Which I mean, that's just what happens. But I, I'd expect that this one, being a property that people vaguely remember fondly, that it might attract more attention. You know.
2: And also, and Zoe Kravitz is doing quite well as well. I mean, he's doing you know, pretty big the zeitgeist as well.
0: I mean, I, I know Zoe Kravitz is popular because, you know, she's got a famous dad, and she's also, she's, she's pretty, she's a decent actress, but I'm trying to think of that great
1: Zoe Kravitz thing.
2: Well, know? I think I mean, Little Lies was good generally. Well, well let
1: me just say one thing, guys. The next Karate Kid was pretty good. Also, Zoe, Zoe Kravitz, I think she's, I think this is kind of the starting of it. This is where she starts making her moves as an actress. Okay, and one, the next Karate Kid is crap.
0: Two, <laughs> uh, two. You know, again, I don't think that she's a bad actress. I'm just, I mean, you know. So, I mean, I know that uh, Zoe Kravitz is gonna be in the Batman movie. So, I mean, I, you were saying Paloma, there's some like people who were quibbling a little bit about that, right?
2: Yeah, um, she was made she a comment on um, Hot Wedges which like, is a kind of a, a, like a, I guess, a vlog, and um, she was saying that um, some people are already getting go, the DC fans are really intense, so it makes me think some, some they said something to her or something. Which is okay, funny because
0: for- I haven't heard anybody talk about that, so well, I don't know. I mean, again, I, I'm not bothered by that. I'm just like, at this point, it's just like, okay, it is what it is. They just cast whoever in these roles. And, I mean, what? If they're not I mean, I, I can't imagine who else is mad of Jeffrey Wright being cast for Commissioner Gordon which, if they are, shame on them. But anyways.
1: Well, um, I do I do have a counter which is, um, Herbie Fully Loaded was pretty dope. And also uh, Zoe Kravitz No, I that think, was crap. <laughs> I would think I think she's she's still a young actress she hasn't been that much she was just in she was uh in mad max and she was just a side character in that but she was all right there i think there's a thing where somebody has a look and i think it's because her dad is uh how how should i say this Uh, one of the sexiest (laughs) men alive well,
0: and also Which her that... mother is Lisa Bonet, who is also a fairly attractive woman, you know?
1: Yes. Yeah, so when you have perfect and in, uh, parents... Yeah, the Bill Cosby Yeah, yeah. Which... So when you have perfect parents, you kind of turn out kind of perfect as well?
0: <laughs> well, why don't we talk less about just Zoe Kravitz and talk about her in the show at this point. So, uh, in this case, uh, I mean, I, I mean, I haven't seen this, but I know we got uh, Paloma over here who saw it. Yes, Hello?
2: And yep, then we also got
0: Doggett over here who saw it, too. Doggett! Yeah. Uh, so, Paloma, why don't you give us a little bit of a rundown here? Like, what's... How, is How different is this from the original movie or the book?
2: Um, I would say it's relatively close to it. There's some, you know, changes to make it a little longer. So adding more story, more side storylines, stuff like that. But I think, generally, it's the same concept, just with um, uh, changing the genders. And I think they've, they've made it a way to make it very universal where it doesn't feel like it fits into... It feel, uh, feels like they fit into, like, like I mean, all the roles don't feel gender. They feel like they could be played by either
0: one. Okay, okay. But, I mean, otherwise, it's mostly the same plot of just yeah. Zoe Kravitz working at a record store. She realized, well, eventually realizes how much of a piece of crap she is because of her attitude towards her former relationships and that stuff, and talking about music,
1: right? Well, yeah. first off, the hot chick is technically a gender swap show. It's a Gender Schwab movie, but also... Stop it! This, <laughs> Stop this show, You are on. pulling stuff We've out of not. your
0: butt to try and satisfy this.
1: <laughs> but I was going to say, the I was going to agree with Paloma that, yeah, for the most part, I don't know if gender really matters here. It's Zoe Kravitz, really, her character could have been could have been a bi male or whatever. It, it would have, I think, would have had the same effects. I think it's, a, it's it's kind of a show to where we are in today's society where you know, the, the borders of what like, hey, okay, this is what guys do, this is what women do, are kind of gone currently. Mm-hmm. So it's, the show kind of reflects that in a lot of ways because really, we went, we had a movie that was about three male leads and now in the show our, our, our real leads are uh, a biracial uh, bi woman, a um, uh a a very hilarious black female and a gay uh sorry what's his name
2: um, his name oh sorry Simon
1: Simon gay Simon the hipster <laughs> that is his classification he is a Simon
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're all hipster I would say it's a it's a very hipstery record shop but I guess most well you could just see. say
1: record shop you don't have to say the hipster part <laughs> <laughs> okay. that's,
2: what, that's what I mean yeah
0: well that's the thing or it's like you know even in the old high fidelity movie you can pretty much say that John uh, Cusack is very hipstery in that too. Yeah, kind and of I think history.
2: records, I think it's actually even more, uh, seems even more, like, normal today, because records are really big now. Everybody owns, you know, owns a record player, and this is a Yeah, it's not record. quite it niche anymore,
0: or a dying thing, so.
2: Yeah, it's not dying anymore.
1: Yeah, that's a pretty amazing. A group of people just, like, clung on to something by the skin of their teeth to like keep it relevance and like meanwhile vhs is just collecting dust
0: (laughs) yeah vhs you could pick up for like 30 cents on the dollar kind of thing at this point yeah
1: so (laughs) um but
0: yeah so it's interesting we got mostly people i don't know in this cast like there's a few people who i've seen in other stuff like a divine joy randolph as her friend Sharice, who was just in that dolomite is my name movie uh, Uh, oh yeah i i i
2: I saw parts of that was a really funny movie
0: yeah, no, and she was one of the standouts for how little she actually got in the movie. She managed to make uh, work out of it. But um, we also have uh, Kingsley Ben-Adir, who I previously saw on the O.A. as one of, her, one of Rob's ex-boyfriends. Uh, yeah. And then Parker Posey shows up as a woman who's trying to sell a bunch of vinyl records. I, you guys mentioned about that part, right? Yeah.
2: She's, 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 yeah, she's, she's trying to get re- revenge on her on her husband. <laughs> yes. Yeah, speaking of
1: Parker Posey, she actually played Mr. Smith in the Lost in Space reboot. Also, a gender swap role. That's and true. Was, that is a she role. was playing uh, a petty character who was angry that her husband uh, is an awful. Cheater. I'm not
0: saying that gender swaps can't work. I'm saying when it's a gender swap in <laughs> a lead role, it's half and half sometimes. Well, it's half and Justin, half. Justin,
1: half. Justin, we're talking about Parker Posey right now, and <laughs> she's very good in this show. She's not on it for very Parker much. Parker Posey's
0: great in everything, really.
1: So. She's not she's not in it very much, but she, her what she does here is amazing. But her episode is also one of my highlights of, I fucking hate Zoe Kravitz's character.
2: <laughs> oh my god, this
1: hipster douchebag. Who refuses to pay twenty dollars for 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 a vinyl disc? Not because it's too much, because it's too little to pay. It's just for the for the honor of this this piece of whatever this is made out of vinyl, okay. I assume.
2: And I, and I also think wasn't there like a record, like a David Bowie record or something something or yeah. some really famous record that they were? Yeah, she,
1: she just wanted one, and she was going to yeah. give her a whole stack of probably very valuable records for twenty dollars because she wanted on she. She was paying for the satisfaction of destroying her husband, and Zoe Kravitz was like, "Nah,
2: I need to pay that. <laughs> just two, nah. That I needed these, pay two thousand dollars. Oh, no, yeah. And, and then I guess we'll see. I don't know. it don't know too much, but she kind of got it for free, anyways, though. So
1: yeah, wow. it's also. How did you feel about her relationship with that her that that one fem- uh, male friend of hers?
2: I felt like she was kind of. I mean, as you probably felt, I felt like she was kind of just using him. I felt like uh, this was a good of Which one, Clyde, of or which character? Of her, of the, the white
0: dude. That's not yeah. specific. Well, okay, so uh, is it Jake Lacey, the uh, the tall dude? Oh, sorry, give me a minute. Tall? I can. I think I know.
2: I Isn't it, is it, is it? I think. Who was it? I mean, I'm trying to remember the name. Well, uh, there's the
0: character Clyde. Blake, play, I think it was like, named Blake. Oh, Blake. So that guy is um, Edmund Donovan uh, in that one. Yeah,
1: okay.
2: Yeah, I think it was Blake. Now, yeah, to be perfectly fair
1: to her, she does not pretend to be a sane person. No, you're right. And she 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 does not hide the fact that when she goes in her fourth wall breaking, she's actually zoning out in her real life. So it's like bag essentially. <laughs> kinda, yeah. A
2: little bit like Fleabag, yeah.
1: So to to his to, to her credit, he sh- he should have seen the signs.
2: <laughs> no, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: hey, man, when, like like you said, Zoe her. Kravitz is a very pretty woman, and some people are susceptible to that no matter what. <laughs> True. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, anyway, but (laughs) beyond that point, um, you know, it's interesting. So this is only like 26, 34 minutes per episode for a 10 episode series. Would you say that it's a
1: fairly easy binge or? Uh, No, I don't think I don't think one episode leads to another one very well.
2: No, yeah. I watched it over, like, three days, and I watched it in those sections, and um, I didn't feel like I needed to watch it all at once, or even wanted to, to be honest. I mean, I enjoyed watching it a little bit at a time, but I wasn't, like, need to get this all. So, yeah, I don't think you need to binge it. I think you can watch it a little bit at a time, and you're not going to feel like, like you need to see more. Okay, you ever buy a
1: bag, you, you ever buy a bag of chips and are surprised when they last, like, three days? It's because you don't like them that much, and you True. just, snack on, them that, you just yeah. snack on them when you feel like it.
2: Yeah. Like,
0: it's not the worst thing ever, but you're like, eh, you know. I
2: mean, I wanted to watch... Yeah, I was watching it probably for the podcast, so I wanted to watch it faster for the podcast. I probably could have switched this for a week and would have been fine.
1: It's like, I already opened this. I guess I better finish it.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: Not very exactly. much. Um, and, you know, it's... The people who are involved in making this aren't exactly like... You know, they're not terrible, but they're not people I go, oh, I need to see what they do next. Uh, the creators here are Veronica West and Sarah Sarah, which... The previous thing that they're most known for is they won a, I think they won a Writers Guild Award for writing Ugly Betty back in the day.
2: A very fun show. I recommend it. Yeah, Ugly it's Betty. a very
0: fun show. It's just a, you know, solid network remake of a fu- of a popular foreign show, I believe.
2: No, right? I agree. Yeah, it's nothing Ooh. to write home
1: about. That that makes me that that makes sense. This feels like a show that should have been weekly.
0: Well, cuz it is uh, you know, it's through Hulu and it's through ABC, you know, specifically. They all produce this as well. Um, And also the people who are behind the camera isn't exactly like A-list people. Uh, One of the directors is Natasha Leone from Russian Doll, who, you know, she's great as an actress. Uh, Would you say her episode was okay? Episode 6? Episode
1: 6, which one was that one? Uh, Weird Weird But warm. Warm.
0: Okay, that, that
1: answers my question, I think. <laughs> whoa, whoa, <laughs> well, whoa, is it... I'm trying to think, is that the bar episode? Is that...
2: God, it not have any descriptions. And to be honest with you, I don't remember the titles. I can't really reference... I remember the episode, I don't remember the title of the episode, so I can't really tell you.
0: Okay, fair enough. Um, but it's interesting, the two two other people who are big creative forces behind this, there's Jesse Peretz, who was from the the band Lemonheads. So I guess just musicians really flock towards this property for some reason. Um... Yeah. Uh, and then Jeffrey Reiner is the main director throughout most of the show who previously did uh, The Affair, Fargo. Uh, he did a Wonder Woman pilot that was never picked up Friday back in the Lights. day. Oh, yeah, Friday Night Lights. Uh, <laughs> he even did work on Mighty Morphin Power Rangers back in the day. And so. Clembo. Ah. So, I mean, would you say that there's really anything special about the production value of this? No. Other than just looking like an... Okay, yeah.
2: Yeah. No, nah, what I, would you say, dog it? You know... You know, it's it's networked television level of production value, which is decent and solid, but not anything that I would write home about or or get excited about or anything that's revolutionary.
1: Yeah, well, you're, you're, you asked us about episodes we like. There are there are great episodes in this show. Like, I'm going to be the. I'm, I don't want to sound shitty in this episode about a female main character, but I enjoyed the episode about the guy. <laughs>
2: and I I really enjoyed the episode um, where she goes back and tries to figure out why all her exes broke up with her and went to, you know there's one that was kind of like this so this woman who was a social kind of media influencer and kind of figured out that she was just kind of an asshole.
1: Yeah, <laughs> th- I guess the of, problem with the show is there's maybe there's one or two too many episodes.
2: Yeah, I think I think you talked about once like how earlier how you you think maybe eight episodes would be would be better than taking out two of the episodes or something like that. Well,
1: I think fun. so, yeah.
0: Yeah, well, because, I mean, to talk about longevity along with that, this hasn't been renewed for Season 2 yet. I mean, do you feel like there would be a need for a
2: Season 2 after this? I don't think so, but I mean, I would be... I probably would watch it if there was one, but I, I don't. I think it. it I think it's kind of done unless he goes to, I guess, therapy or something like that, or I don't know, yeah. because Nether X, I don't know.
1: I guess story-wise, there's really no reason to, but... I feel there's a little part of me that feels like if they got another season, they could make a really great show, because we kind of got through the bullshit that we needed to get to. That's one of the problems with watching this movie, which is very much like the original. You're kind of just waiting for this main character to realize they're a piece of shit.
0: Hey, what, does it take till the very last episode for that to happen? Like yeah. episode nine. Oh. It
2: yeah, was episode four, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to remember.
1: Exactly when that happened, yeah. Yeah, and and Zoe Kravitz, like she gets her character gets gets dogged on way worse than John than John Cusack's character. I, I will add, like John Cusack's kind of just like it's just strolling by life, and like he just gets to be a shithead and then goes back into these girls' lives. Like, explain to me why we broke up. Well, you were a shithead. It's like, hmm, I wonder what it was.
2: <laughs> Maybe that's what this thing one thing that I guess a woman brings to it that you know she's that, you know. More likely to get dogged on. I don't
1: know. Yeah, she. Well, people are quick. uh, Quick. People are quick to tell her "fuck you," and also people are quick to like. You're 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 tiny. I hover over you. Like even women are like, I can beat the shit out of you.
2: True. I kind of. I have to say I do like the friendships between um her and Simon and uh, Esreis. I think that was that was really sweet and seemed very kind of legitimate and really kind of real. They
1: seemed like more friendships than the people from the original movie.
2: Yeah, that's why. That's why I, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah.
1: I could not. I would have throat punched Jack Black.
2: <laughs> I kind. Yeah, I kind of liked how at one point it was. Simon was like, you know, we never really broke up in a way because we we're still doing the same things we did when we were together. Just minus uh, yeah. the you know, romantic part of it.
0: Huh. Interesting. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, is there really much else to add along that? Like, I mean, it sounds like overall the acting was fine throughout the movie, the show, right? I
2: think it was pretty solid acting. Nothing, like, you know, I think it was pretty solid. That's what I wanted to say about it.
1: I think Zoe Kravitz gives a very great performance. I'm not going to, it's not amazing, but it is a great performance. There's like, this is a person, this is a character. I, I don't. But maybe it's because she's not really in anything too big that I'm able to just see this character as a character. But I'll i, I will, I'll remember Rob.
2: Yeah. Maybe should. not for I the reasons you're it.
1: hoping of liking them, per se, but... <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's... It's a complicated character. By the end of it, it, it stopped being you're a piece of shit and more of a... not. Maybe you're not a complicated character, but you are a layered character. There's okay. some. There is something wrong with you, and gladly, it's not your parents. Yeah, no,
2: that's one thing. They didn't blame the. The parents seemed pretty. Or at least the mothers seem very supportive. Oh, that's
0: good. That's good. No, but uh, yeah, I don't know really much else to say. I mean, uh, seems like it was a solid show. I mean, it, it was there any like really stand-up moments before we go into final thoughts then or?
1: Well, Just, just. I think the stand-up, standout moments are when characters become, for a moment, self-aware of themselves. Like. In, uh, in one of the episodes, it really just comes down to a character finally saying to themselves, well, man, I am an insecure piece of shit.
0: <laughs> if only we could all have moments of clarity like that, you know?
1: Yeah, but what about you, Paloma? Any memorable parts for you? Um,
2: I kind of liked when she was creating her, um, her uh, when she was creating her, I, her kind of, um, I guess, her the electronic version of a kind of mixed tape to her, ex, to her ex-boyfriend. Um, and I thought that was kind of interesting when she went through the songs and played the I mean, I think the music was, um, as I mean, it's a show about music, so the music, I think, was pretty top-notch. And I liked all the scenes when she was talking about music and her feelings about it. So I think I kind of like, those were kind of sad moments for me. Awesome.
0: Well then, uh, Paloma, why don't you segue then to your final thought and rating? Uh, what do you feel about this? Would you recommend? Uh, uh, um, the high I think.
2: I mean, I I recommend it. I mean, I'm I'm a, I'm a kind of a softie for Nick Thorne, kind of um, romantic comedies in general, and kind of and I also like uh, Nick Thorne's stuff because he kind of
0: uh, does, Hornby. Hornby.
2: Sorry, Nick Thornby. Sorry, oops. Nick Thornby. I apologize. Um, I think he he does he does kind of offbeat romantic comedies, which I enjoy. Um, I think it's a really solid. Um, TV show I, I think there were some really funny moments and some really heartbreaking moments. I think it's really emotionally complex. Um, I think, you know, that it isn't something that I would, you know, I would I recommend if you like kind of romantic but I wouldn't say that you're going to kind of be blown away or you're gonna feel the need to watch it all at once. But um because I, you know, enjoyed a lot of a lot of it and I think it's and I think everybody did a really good good job acting in it, I would I would give it like a seven out of seven point five out of ten um I guess, mixed tapes, mix tapes that are a mistake that you're sending to your your ex boyfriend. Okay, okay.
0: Now Nick Hornby's got quite an acclaimed list here. Like outside of his books, which he's written some great books, including about a boy, which he which got adapted to a movie, you know, a really good film. Uh, but he also wrote the adaptations to Brooklyn. Uh, Wild, uh, let's see, Wild, that one that was with Reese Witherspoon. Uh, he also did oh a few other ones oh an education which was Carrie Mulligan's big, big, big breakout movie too so he's got quite a list of great stuff under his belt uh, in terms of source material and original works he's written so or adapted in that case um, but yeah doggy what do you
1: think well guys I just got to say this was a great remake of Friends it's good that <laughs> it's good that we got to have some black people in New York that's pretty dope. Uh, what can I say about the show? Uh, Zoomers are going to love it. Maybe, I think, I have I've know too many people like this that I can't enjoy it as much, but I think for, this is sound weird, I think for people who are younger that maybe shouldn't be watching this or who are going to watch this, are really going to enjoy the show and the characters, that, the, the the awful characters that they're going to love to follow.
0: I, uh, I hope they actually have the self-realization and they don't just go, they will. yeah, I really want to be like
1: Zoe Kravitz. Oh man, I
2: know.
1: Zoe Kravitz. I say she's the opposite of what we want to be. <laughs> Zoe Kravitz uh, makes being a piece of shit look good. There's a scene where she. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to be awful. There's a scene where she's in a bathtub. where was like, oh damn, you are Lenny Kravitz's daughter. <laughs> oh man. But no, I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna give this show um, seven out of ten. Overly priced vinyl. <laughs>
0: oh, boy. solid. Yeah, that's the thing, like, I would love to collect vinyl, because I actually have a, like, five-in-one player that I got for a wedding uh, gift kind of thing. But fresh vinyl records are so expensive to buy, like, you know, newly printed ones.
2: Yeah, my mom always gets some, because I I don't have one, but my mom has one. She always gets used records, or finds records, and does that, which is a little cheaper. You can just
1: cheat and get, like, vinyl records of soundtracks you love. Oh, yeah, well, I
0: mean, like, you definitely can't get a vinyl of Stranger Things because that's like, that's, like, 50 bucks a bone for that one kind of thing, you know? And
2: I will say that I've been listening to the music on, on, on Spotify, the high-fidelity soundtrack. Oh, okay.
1: Oh, yeah, this, this show had a pretty great soundtrack. I mean, it's... I mean, you you really can't listen to it and not suddenly have, like, six rubber bands on your arms, though. <laughs>
2: True.
0: <laughs> all right, I think it's a good place to stop right there.
2: Yeah. Okay.